Farmstead. We're glad you're here. Pull up a chair and rest your heels, and let's talk about large family living on the homestead. Let's get after it. Let's do it. Welcome to the Contrary Farmstead. I'm Greg. And I'm Susan. And together we're raising our large family on the homestead. What do you mean by large? Like more than two? Nah. Seven. I think large anymore is like three, two and three quarter kids. Uh, they might have edited that. I thought I thought it was two and a half at one two point. Two and a half, yeah. But yeah, no, we are definitely three times plus that size. So we have seven children on fifteen acres. Yep, raising a bunch of critters. Yes, at least at times a hundred plus. I feel like this is a confession. Probably we weren't always like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we packed up. And move from the city out here to a piece of land to kind of start this homesteading journey back in uh, the spring of 15. Yes. Why on earth would we do something like that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think we were definitely feeling the pinch of space. I think the backyard did it. The backyard, the subdivision. Yeah. You know, we... Not being able to like skin deers and, you know, from the front maple tree. We were definitely the cousin Eddie of the neighborhood. Absolutely. Always working on trucks and uh, deer hanging out front, hanging in the garage, the whole the yeah. whole schmear there. Yeah. I'm sure it had nothing to do with the, uh, the, the chickens and ducks we were raising in the garage there either. Probably not HOA codes <laughs> being met. But really, the reason why was we began that journey to understand where our food was coming from and how we could control an aspect of that to help teach our kids that it's healthier to do it yourself. Yeah, teach them where the food comes from, you know, that there is a quality difference. There's nutrient-dense food that, you know, your food is medicine. So if we have to eat, so why not eat food that actually nourishes our body and, and provides uh, a healthy body so we can go out into the world into nature learn what it actually how we fit into this whole thing um, and better understand you know some of the bigger picture things that's kind of hard to and we're still learning we haven't figured it out but kind of get a better idea of of you know some of these these meaningful life skills um, that we've lost yeah we're t- we're definitely three plus generations removed uh, in my family two plus and yours was three plus three plus in yours yeah so no one taught us how to do any of this thing we're not and we're not experts we're not some kind of authoritative voice uh, in homesteading we're just a large family of a bunch of hillbillies trying to figure it out and um, we're just kind of sharing our experience um, with folks while we kind of learn to build some homestead resiliency and kind of rekindle uh, those old-time ways that our great-great-grandfather and grandmother uh, did uh, for not only for survival, it was a way of life, um, but they did things a lot different than we than we do things um, today, different than we did things when we lived in the subdivision. And a lot of these old-time ways, um, and uh, even now currently, some of these more holistic ways, um, they're not conventional, and they're definitely contrary. How we raise our family, um, having a large family, home birth, (laughs) homeschool, 
uh, homesteading yeah. is all very contrary to uh, the mainstream go with the flow mentality and that's not to put that down that's you know that's we did it we did it we were there for many <laughs> many 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 years and then we just started having to draw and a calling uh to get out to a piece of land and it's it's slowly over time it's kind of like it unveils itself and reveals uh you know more of of what that is and, and how we fit into that picture and it's changed what we thought we were gonna love we definitely learned whether or not we were going to love doing certain things and have made peace with putting some of those down or not doing those. And That's a really nice way of saying that we have failed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we've messed a lot of things up. We've, we, we feel like we've had some victories and some successes and, and, and some aspects um, as well. But there's, there, you know, we're, we tend to find ourselves currently in like another back to the land movement where folks are, are trying to, you know, figure out how they do fit into nature um, and get back to the land and, and, and kind of rekindle, reconnect with some of these old time ways um, of living. And it, it's making some very positive impacts uh, on in, in, in people's life. And I know just in, uh, in our journey, there's been a lot of people that have come into our life that have been lighthouses. You know, they have shown, they, they, they've lit our path um, as we're trying to find our way. And I think, you know, with this podcast and with our farmstead, you know, one of our, the, the things that's important to us is to, to be the lighthouse, be a lighthouse to somebody else, just like other folks were a lighthouse to us. And that's one of those things. It's one of those pay it forward things that, you know, someone, someone lit our way. If we can help shine a light, uh, by sharing our experience, maybe that'll help light somebody else's path. And then somebody else's path, and then somebody else's path, and it's a way that that we can um, has have a positive influence, and also, you know, do more than just talk about change or talk about doing the right thing or talk about living a better life. You know, we're we're trying to be an, an example of the great Gandhi quote of "Be the change that you wish to see in this world." Yes, and. We're like we've already talked about it. You know, we've we've shared our experience with 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 and on um, and on other podcasts. And so some folks are um, listening now. They kind of know our backstory. They they know who we are. Um, and a lot of folks won't. And and it, it's it's definitely been a heck of a journey from the time that we decided to move from the city to come out to the land. And one of the one of the great pivotal points, at least I feel like that really guided uh, us in this direction was I got into a really bad car accident and kind of reevaluated almost everything, how we were spending our time, how we were spending our money, what it actually meant, you know, understood that we take life for granted and what can we do uh, not to so much get the most out of life, but what can we actually do to contribute? That's when things started to slowly shape and get dialed in, and we that calling, that tugging on our heart got stronger and stronger and stronger. And doors you know, opened. Doors opened, like we talked about. You put yourself out there, and things happen. Doors open. You walk through. The next door opens. You walk through. Sometimes that the door seems like it's locked. It, it seems like it's budged, but you just you have to go with your that that truth that's written in your heart. That 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 
tug that you feel in that direction. And that's just, that's, that's kind of how we live our life. But sometimes when you get caught up in the rat race of trying to work for the next paycheck, trying to work for the next new thing from Costco, when we got more in touch with nature and more in touch with our bodies and more in touch with the things that uh, began to matter more, we got less of a pull to buy buy this and buy into that and buy into this and buy into that and work more, work more, work more just to die scheme. more. I mean, the American dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I think the accident probably did help put that into perspective for you. I have a completely different, you know, viewpoint on that time frame in life because I was luck. I'm, I feel like the lucky one. You, you have to do all the, the, uh, money making work and I don't necessarily get paid for my hours, but I get to got to enjoy the experiences of having the home births, having the homeschooling experiences, watching the kids read for the first time, doing all the things that you were missing while you were chasing that dream that we thought we had. So it was nice to then kind of shift our goals and dreams and come out here, which meant a lower cost of living. And also when we were raising things together it meant more time together a lot more time together way i mean it just incorporating every single thing into you know you don't raise chickens and your kids don't notice you know you're not you're not collecting eggs and the kids don't notice i it's they notice and they see those things and they experience those things and they wouldn't have had those same experiences if we wouldn't have shifted our entire goal our our dream and we were propelling one one over the other for a long time. And when we shifted that, um, we got to see even more of our own kids sh- shape and, and you know change. And we see them constantly getting new interests and new hobbies. And it doesn't mean that they wouldn't have had those things happen in the city. But I feel like their experiences, their opportunities are so great so many more experiences have happened here um, because there's just so many random things that constantly completely happen. Completely <laughs> unique, completely different context. Never saw a cow be born in the city. <laughs> and I mean, life, you know, seemed, looking back, it seemed very complicated. Absolutely. Now, you could argue that currently life is complex here. We've got an apiary. We've got all the bees that we tend to. We've got cows. We've got goats. We've got ducks. We've got turkeys. We've chickens. got chickens. Yep. And cats seven and dogs kids. and you know partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. And seven kids. Right. And seven kids. Yeah. All those. Yeah. And so while that seems like oh my gosh how can how can that be a uh, uh, more simpler living? It's it's just hard to explain. But th- there seems like there are. There are very simple ways of living life that our ancestors did that is 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 buried deep inside of us. That's a part of our family heritage that when you draw near to it, it just resonates in a way that you really can't explain. And it seems simple. And a lot of things do seem like second nature, even though that we have no knowledge of how to do things. Some things just... There's, there's a lot of things with nature where it, it almost seems like when you get in tune with it, there's a lot of common sense things when you learn to observe and interact when you're not always in the take, take, take. But on the other flip side of that, we've seen the complexities of putting too much right. into yep. the systems that we love and enjoy and seeing the fruit fall quick. Folks, folks who know die. us know that we're, 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 
we're ambitious in a way to where personally i have a i have a tendency of biting off more than i can chew and i still eat it cold and sometimes i still need help from susan to cut up that cold <laughs> hard meat and watch me eat it you know i sharpen the knife for you yeah and i mean and that's and that's been you know one of the, the greatest things about this journey is is having you Oh yeah, we're all on it together. The kids get to see us succeed and fail a lot and we're honest with them and when things don't work, they see those honesties and and I think that would will inevitably save them maybe from even taking and doing things that um they've seen us fail at or they learn to do them better. And I think one of the one of the, and it seems like because I I'm so, I'm self-employed and I've been self-employed for um, a little over a decade, so how our family earns income and how we budget that we've learned to get way better. It wasn't always like that, no. and we're like every other person where we've made poor choices in the past that we're still recovering from and we're doing better and we're, we're trying to teach our kids uh, how to be responsibly uh, responsible with money and how to budget and how to live with within their means and even below their means um, so that they do have extra money to uh, invest in an enterprise or to, to invest in community or to help somebody out, you know, um, uh, and be able to bless somebody with their time or uh, a donation or whatever that it might be, uh, and that's you know, time's that w- a big one for us. Uh, yeah, more than anything. I mean, when you don't have the money, you know, when you don't have money to give the guy, you give him chicken, or you know, when you don't have when you don't have anything, you give him time. And our kids know that. And I, and and the kids have learned that giving giving of your time um, is the most valuable gift that you can give somebody. Absolutely. Uh, because that's that's one thing that you know you, uh, money dollar bills come and go, but our time is expiring with every breath that we take, and so when we invest into other people uh, and into our community and more importantly into each other into our family structure and uh, yeah into our children we see that the fruits of that labor um, is just is, is so rewarding um, to kind of see that and so. With all these ins and outs and complexities, and what we want to do is to be able just to share the humble, real deal. You know, this is not some uh, fake Instagram or Facebook. Hire a, a professional photographer to make everything look beautiful and better than than it actually is. No professionals here. No, we're we're <laughs> hacks. We are hillbilly hacks, and we'll be the first to admit that. So covering the podcast goals, yeah. like what are we going to chitter chat about? What are we going to try to cover? Let's talk about, you know, the the ins and outs of raising this large family on the homestead, homeschooling, home birthing, meal prep, uh, raising animals, uh, daily, orcharding, yeah, daily, raising bees, just daily, daily, just daily, the, everything that encompasses our life. And a lot of these things are like, uh, you know, we might get crazy and we might talk about the keto diet. We might talk about what's that, uh, the kids call it tsunami. What's that thing where you go in there and you fold the clothes all weird? <laughs> like and they KonMari go the or something? I don't think I say it right. KonMari? The really KonMari? like very, yeah. 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 Very and cool. That's had an impact in our life on decluttering and uh, uh, reducing how much stuff the that chaos, we've had. The chaos. The baggage literally that we've brought from the old place to the new place here. Yeah. You know, and now we're living in a... You could consider with nine people a tiny house. We downsized yes. uh, in square footage and then upsized 
an acreage. So that's a whole other mental game. It's a physical thing. Where do we put the stuff? Where do we put, you know, how, what's our living arrangement like? How do we make it work? How, how have we not ended up in jail from killing each other? I mean, that's real <laughs> life. That's real deal stuff. And, you know, a lot of folks who are, have a platform and they can share a message, you know, folks have a tendency of making things out making things seem better than they actually are we we are definitely not instagram perfect you're gonna no. see junk greg's kind of a hoarder on farm stuff and uh, that's okay would say hoarder or, or more of like a resource accumulator uh, you call it whatever you want but that's definitely not conmari or whatever however you say it well i'm not sure how you can con conmari tractor implements and that kind of stuff but you, you you've got to tidy, 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 tidy up tidy up tidy up the implement <laughs> row <laughs> Well, I'm sure we'll figure it out. It's it, definitely going to be an honest look at our life. We don't try to Instagram, you know, perfect it. Um, and we are definitely going to show you or tell you about our successes and failures. Uh, I think we're pretty good about being honest, um, giving honest looks at it, and having a realistic expectation on how much time we can invest in things. We try to always... Uh, either before or after <laughs> take out that honest snapshot look at how much time does this take how much time can we give is it going to create chaos or you know make things hectic in our family life and structure and so in saying all that you will probably hear from us every couple weeks we're gonna go for two two podcasts a month that'd be a good a good start and if we fail and we'll be like hey it's been a month so we sorry we we failed there's you know we just we just sat down uh last night and we kind of you know got the entire uh year mapped out and and we've got the months kind of charted out to how much time each enterprise or each thing that we want to do on the farmstead how, how much time it's going to take and where it fits in in the year and where are the overlaps and where are the things that um we've got too many irons in the fire and what do we pull back on this year what do we put a stronger effort on what are our long-term goals what exactly is a farmstead you know what does a farmstead mean to us how does that fit into our life and raising this family these are all things that we're looking forward to kind of uncovering uh and and sharing with everybody Um, not because we have some perfect way of doing it um because we don't we're just us doing it and and all we want to do is help light somebody else's path. Maybe they'll catch a little bit more. Uh, they'll catch some momentum. Maybe they'll have less pigs die. They'll they'll kill less trees. They'll um, you know do things better than us, and they can pass it on to somebody else. Um, and it's not so much the the details of what we do, but I think there's a lot of uh, important takeaways um, from a lot of these um, lessons that we've learned. And I think with this. You know, kind of episode one, uh, welcome to the Contrary Farmstead, it kind of sums it up because we, we're we figuring this whole thing out. We're, we, we're figuring life out as we go. We're figuring out this homestead out as we go. We're figuring out how a podcast can even fit into our life out as it goes. It's always one foot in front of the other. One step at a time. Yep. So, with that... We are looking forward to recording episode two soon. There's been a lot going on here uh, in the first part of 2019, and there is so much to catch folks up on. I hope we can do a good job and not just keep blabbering on and on and on, but <laughs> I kind of kind of have the, 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 uh, 
the, the pulpit syndrome sometimes. I'll just start talking and talking and I'll talking. just wrangle you in, map you out, yeah. torture you. And you can't even bribe me with like cookies in the mm. oven because we're on this like keto thing oh right now. those were an awful failure so yeah we'll share that i too. want you to talk about the worst keto dessert ever <laughs> it is the only one i've even tried <laughs> there, there's no never in the history of the burns family has there ever been a bad cookie made <laughs> for we never make a dozen cookies it's like three or four dozen yeah but we made one you made one dozen of cookies and they there was literally 80% got thrown were away left on the cookie tray <laughs> When kids are going for like celery and peanut butter versus the cookies, <laughs> we got a problem, folks. <laughs> so, Another episode. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's the next episode. So please, so help us get the word out. Please share the podcast with your friends on, on your social media. Help us get the word out. We're trying to reach folks. We want to we wanna do the best that we can. And then uh, there'll be some more ways that uh, we'll, we'll talk about later on how you could support the show and has nothing to do with your dollar bill. Absolutely. Like, subscribe, share. So as always, be the change, be the lighthouse, and keep it contrary. We'll see you next time. I'm Greg. And right, oh, um, yeah, I'm Susan. <laughs> this is Greg, the one that talks more. And I'm Susan, the one that has birthed all the children. Together, we're raising this large Frantic family on the homestead. That was good. Super good. Yeah. Awesome. We got a flow. Yeah, I think I liked it. I'll take your shirt off. Good job. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> <laughs>